Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast, where we balance living our 3D lives with the higher realms. We will dive into spirituality, personal growth, and self-care so that you can transform your life into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Catherine, a psychic medium, Reiki master practitioner, and intuitive coach here to empower you to overcome self-doubt and fear so that you can live your most aligned life. Thank you for letting me be part of your journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. I hope that you are having a great February. I can't believe how quickly it is flying by, but I hope that you are relishing in the last few weeks or couple of months of the astrological year. For me, I have been really been called to reset my energy, rest a lot, and really just do things that I love doing. Um, and I'm assuming that that's because the astro- astrological year is winding down because the start of the year is airy season, which is in March. So really the last few weeks, I have just been taking some extra time to take care of my body, work out, get outside, sit in the sun, go hiking, stuff like that. So really just recharging my body. And it could be because there are a crazy few months that are coming up where I probably won't be able to do that. But I wanted to share that with you in case anyone else is feeling that way. Give yourself the permission to really just rest, reset. If you want to take a nap every day, if you really just want to do nothing right, you have full permission to do that. And today I wanted to talk about a topic that has really been coming up for me personally in my life. And it's about resetting our energy, kind of connected to what I was just talking about in the intro and resetting our energy every day so that we could align to our manifestation. So this has been a core practice in my manifestation practice. And it's something that until the last couple of weeks that I didn't even realize was an an essential practice for me. So I wanted to walk through clearing and protecting your energy and also grounding your energy, because I feel like this is something that one, I do not do enough. And I'm hoping that this is your reminder to maybe ground, protect and clear your energy more often, hopefully every day. Um, or if it's something that you don't do currently in your practice, maybe start adopting some of these tips and tricks and seeing how your life just completely changes in my aspect. So I want to take it a step back and talk about energy in general and why it's so important to take care of your energetic body and to promote good spiritual and energetic hygiene. So if you've been interested or manifesting for a while, you know that your emotions and your energy can directly dictate what is manifesting in your life. So if you are in a place where you're really grateful and you're really loving your life right now, or you're seeing the bright side to things, right? It's more often that things that you enjoy are manifesting to your life. Those things that are on your vision board, on your list are more easily magnified to you when we were in a clear state of energy. And when you are exhibiting those higher emotional frequencies, so love, gratitude, et cetera, joy. And when we are in those lower vibrational energies, so really stressed, tired, maybe we just feel burnt out or you're 
angry, fearful, sad, et cetera, right? It's a little bit more difficult to magnetize what you're trying to manifest. And it's really important to know that because a lot of people on TikTok or Instagram, right? There's so many manifestation methods. There's this lucky girl syndrome. There's the three, six, nine method, right? There's all these things where it's like just saying that this thing is going to happen or believing that you're lucky is going to help you manifest what you desire, right? Which I think that that's part of it, but it really has to do with your emotional and your energetic frequency. Like if you write down what you want 300 times, that doesn't make you any more or less likely to manifest something unless your energy is attuned to that. So that's why I want to talk to you guys about this today, because it has just been so essential in my manifestation process, especially this month. I've been seeing a lot of things coming to fruition for me. So I'm going to share about that today. So the first thing that I want to talk about is cleansing your energy. So cleansing your energy is necessary to have this good psychic, spiritual, or energetic hygiene, right? Most of us, we wash our hands, you know, multiple times a day. We wash our face every day. We take showers, et cetera, right? And that's to take care of our physical body. But why wouldn't we do that to our um, our spiritual or energetic body? And what do I mean about this? So One, this is a core practice that can be used for anyone, right? You don't have to be a psychic mirror, uh, psychic medium. I cannot speak today. You don't have to be a psychic medium. You don't have to like consider yourself a spiritual person, right? You could just be a regular everyday person who practices good spiritual hygiene and cleanses their energy every day. It's really necessary to cleanse your energy one every day. I think it is a non-negotiable, but especially when you're feeling tired, burnt out, or sick, a lot of times that is the manifestation of your energetic aura, just taking on this energy that isn't native to you, maybe is negative or bad energy that is weighing you down physically. And it's just really important to take care of your spiritual an energetic body, because a lot of times when there are um, like gaps in our aura or it's just not as strong, we start taking on a lot of energy that isn't ours. And eventually that manifests into something physical. So it could manifest into something um, that's like an illness, maybe like an allergy. You could start experiencing pain, anxiety, stress that manifests in the body. So that's why it's really important to start at your energetic body. So visualization is a really good skill that you should have when it comes to cleansing yourself. Visualization is not the only way that you could cleanse yourself. And what do I mean by visualization? So a few episodes ago, we were talking about the clear senses and we spoke about clairvoyance, which is all about visualizing. So if you close your eyes and I tell you to imagine a whiteboard and maybe writing your name on the whiteboard. And you being able to see that when your eyes are closed in your mind, that is visualization. So you could do that just on your own, telling yourself to visualize something. You could do it through a meditation. And it is a skill that just gets stronger over time. So I just wanted to talk about that before we get into um, the actual examples of how to cleanse. But another thing that I just wanted to say it. It is so easy for you to take on other people's energies today or other places, energies, right? Places, homes, buildings, your office space, coffee shops, whatever it is, they all have energy that you could walk away with 
And it's just so easy nowadays because one, there's social media, which you could pick up on other people's energy through social media. You could just do it when you're out and about and not even know it or recognize it, right? It's something that can happen completely unconscious. So if you don't have your protection out, you have to cleanse your energy. So we'll get into protection a little bit later in the episode, but I wanted to get into some details on how you can find. So the first thing, like I said, is visualization. And some of my favorite ways to visualize are one, just imagining like a white light doing a body scan through my body. So imagine just a white light cleansing everything from the top of my head down to my feet and releasing anything that does not belong to me. And maybe saying a mantra, maybe praying, if that's something that resonates with you and just say, I release everything that is not energy of my own and I release it to its greater good to be transmuted or whatever feels right to you. Um, another visualization is envisioning water washing over you, right? Similar to that white light. And just imagine everything that doesn't belong to you, all the heavy, thick energy that you want to release from the day, just washing off of you and leaving you with like your own cleansed energetic aura. Um, meditations are really good for this. So you could Google cle- um, energetic cleansing meditations on YouTube or in any meditation apps that you use. Um, body scan meditations are really good for releasing any of that energy and doing a cleanse. Another way to do cleansing is with an egg cleanse. So I could probably go into a little bit more detail on this on my Instagram. I've done a video of it before, but essentially an egg cleanse is a practice from a lot of different um, countries, a lot of different backgrounds. So it can be, it's primarily associated with Mexican culture. It can be associated with Filipino, African culture. A lot of tribal culture uses this and essentially uses an egg to absorb the energy of your body by basically putting it over your body. So just taking the egg in, you know, it's actual egg form with the shell, putting at the top of your head and just putting the egg over the different parts of your body, imagining the egg or visualizing the egg, absorbing all the energy that doesn't belong to you. After you do that, you could crack it into a glass that has water in it. And there's a way to read the egg to see what energy um, has been picked up from you. So this could include the evil eye. So jealousy or envy from other people. It could just be um, you know, negative energy that you've been holding on to. It also shows if your guides are protecting you, et cetera. It's very in-depth um, and you could do some Googling on it. It is an open practice. So that is one of my favorite ways to cleanse my energy. Another way is just through smoke. So you could use incense or smudging of whatever herbs you want. You could also do that to cleanse your space, right? And also your physical body or your car or whatever you want. Another way that I love to cleanse is actually when I'm in the shower or the bath, right? When you're physically cleansing your body, also energetically cleanse your body. And again, you could tap into visualization by visualizing the water, washing away any of the energy that doesn't belong to you. Then the other way that I love to cleanse is using Reiki. So if you are a Reiki practitioner, you could do this to yourself, invoking your Reiki, using your Reiki energy to cleanse your body. You could also, if you aren't a Reiki practitioner, you could go to a Reiki practitioner, right? And ask for them to cleanse your aura, cleanse your chakras, whatever it may be. Reiki is a very powerful tool for this. 
Some other things that you could use are some herbs. So when you're cleaning or you could light a candle for offering protection. So you could use rosemary, thyme, basil, oregano, tons of different um, herbs that you could use for this intention. I love doing candle magic. So usually I will just light a um, small candle or like a tea light candle and put some herbs on it, setting the intention to cleanse my aura, cleanse my apartment, whatever it may be. And then the last thing that I just want to reiterate is again, visualizing the anger fear, stress, anxiety, releasing from your physical body or from your space. If you are cleansing your space, right? During this section, we're talking about cleansing our physical body, which is so important. And then also cleansing our space. So your apartment, your house, your bedroom, whatever it may be, your, your desk at work is all really important. Um, Florida water is a really good thing to use. So you could buy that at pretty much like any medical physical shop. And that is really good. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about is cleansing your hair. This has come up for me so strongly in the last six months. So obviously I wash my hair weekly. I put conditioner in it, all of these things. What I do daily is I actually energetically cleanse my hair. So our hair is very susceptible to latching on to energy that doesn't belong to us, especially I have tons of hair. If you've seen me in real life or on my Instagram. So what I do is because I have curly hair, I have to kind of refresh my hair every day. So I have a bottle that has like a leave-in conditioner in it, some water, and then I also put some Florida water in there with the intention to cleanse my hair. So I do that every morning before I start my day, just so that I started off fresh. I think that it's really important. And then and one other way that I just thought of to cleanse is by using crystals to cleanse. So if you're really big into crystals, selenite is a great crystal to cleanse your energy. I put it by every door that I have. So anyone walking in my apartment has their energy cleansed. I have a huge stick of selenite that I could actually just go through my energetic aura, cleanse it. So that's something that I carry in my car, really everywhere. So it's a great tool for cleansing your energy. So I hope that leaves you with some good examples. And if you, there's some things that you do already, maybe there's something that I just mentioned that you can try in your own practice that will be super helpful. So then the next thing that I wanted to talk about is protection. So we spoke about cleansing your energy, right? And that's so important to do every day. But the second part of that is protecting your energy, right? So maybe you've done one of the things that I listed um, off of as my examples. Now, how do you protect your energy so that you know, you don't always have to worry about taking on other people's energy or taking on energy that doesn't belong to you, taking on evil eye or envy that creates stress or anxiety, anxiety, stuff like that. Um, so protection is so important, especially when you are just starting your spiritual journey. So as you begin your spiritual journey, you are more susceptible to these energies that are attracting to you. You're kind of lighting up like a pin on a map or something like that. And a lot of energies are flowing around you. And if, so that could be like your guides, your angels, your ancestors, right? And there's a lot of other stuff that is floating around you that you can leech onto, right? Those are the good things. There are some other just heavier energies, not all spirits are good spirits in my opinion, right? So there's a lot of stuff that you need to just protect yourself from. And 
one thing that I want to really point out is if you have social media, it's so easy to attract energy to you. So that could mean that you just have a personal Instagram. That could mean you have a business Instagram, you have a TikTok, whatever it is. Like it's so easy for people as they are scrolling through their feed to send energy towards you when they see your picture or your story or whatever it may be. One example of this is the evil eye. And especially with social media, we know that a lot of people post their highlight reels and all the good things that happen. And that can create jealousy or envy from a lot of people, which is the evil eye. And when they send that to you, that could have a lot of effect on your aura, on how you feel, um, jealousy and envy. If you don't clean that from your aura pretty frequently, that could really weigh you down, make you really tired or lethargic, not want to do the things that you love to do, not want to post on Instagram or whatever it may be. So this happens consciously from people and also unconsciously, right? You may look through your feed and you see a celebrity and you just think, oh, I wish that I had that, right? And that sends energy to that person, even though you're not thinking like, oh my God, I hate this person. I'm so jealous of them, right? So it's just important to know that people are consciously and unconsciously sending us energy all day, especially through social media, Facebook, whatever it may be. So it is just so important to cleanse and protect your energy. Like I can't say it enough times, especially just because social media exists and someone from like Australia could be sending you energy that you may have never met in real life if it weren't for social media, right? Or encountered in your day-to-day life. So you need protection in every aspect of your life. And what I mean by that is obviously we need to protect our own energy, our own aura. We also need to protect the energy in our apartment, in our car, whatever it may be, right? And Also, it means in all aspects of your life, it means in all of your relationships. So healthy boundaries are so important when it comes to energetic protections. That means boundaries with your mom and your dad, your sister, your cousins, your coworkers, your mentors, your mentees, your customers, whatever it may be. It is so important to have healthy boundaries in all areas of your inner world because otherwise that permeates into your energetic world. So if you've heard the saying as above, so below. So if you have poor boundaries in your day-to-day life, in your 3D, again, with your parents, with your coworkers, whatever it may be, that just permeates into your energetic world. And that's when your aura starts to get affected. So it is, boundaries are just so important with energetic work. So If you see yourself getting tired or lethargic or maybe even more irritable, right? Maybe reflect back and think, where do I have poor boundaries in my life? And where can I strengthen them so that I could protect my energy a little bit better? It all starts in the 3D in the human world before we even get to the spiritual. So beyond that, another way to protect our energy is called shielding. So this can stop the flow of energy in and out of our energetic body, or it could decide what comes in and out, right? There's many ways to do this, but how I like to do this is calling in my guides and ancestors to help me. And I envision a white bubble around me of protection. So I just call in my angels, guides, and ancestors. I visualize a white bubble surround me and I ask for protection against anything that does not serve me against anything from latching onto my energy, from taking my energy, whatever it may be, and asking for that shield to be up always. 
And maybe when you're going into a place where you know, um, maybe there are relationships that aren't as strong or you have really poor boundaries with someone before you go in and meet that person or go into that space, making sure that you put up this energetic bubble, even if you put it up earlier that day, right? Just ensuring, please protect my energy and please prevent, um, anyone from latching onto my energy, from taking my energy, whatever it may be before you go into those certain events. So then the other thing that is really helpful for protection is crystals. So uh, I'm actually wearing my, I think this is black obsidian bracelet, crystal bracelet. I wear it all the time for energetic protection. So wearing black tourmaline, black obsidian, anything with um, black is generally protective. So you have black jet, some other things are just so important to wear. And it's kind of like, um, once you put it on, like, you know, you're protected, right? You put it on with the intention of protection and you could go on about your day. I also put black tourmaline on top of my doors and by my windows to, again, just protect my apartment, to protect, to protect me from anyone coming in and out of my apartment. So like I have maintenance workers here. There could be someone who comes in that I don't know about, right? Just continuously protecting my apartment. And I also keep black tourmaline in my car. So again, just protecting your car against any accidents, against any foolish drivers, whatever it may be. Um, Black tourmaline is like my go-to when in doubt. And then kind of going off of that, some people like to make their own sigils. This isn't a practice of mine, but there are so many resources online, on TikTok, on Instagram about how to make your own sigil and you can make your own sigil for protection and you could, you know, draw it on your hands and put it on your body. You could draw it on your front door, right? And this is a personal um, symbol to you for protection. And sometimes if you're more creative, like these are really um, exciting ways or more interesting ways to do protection. And then the last thing for protection, which is also one of my favorite is wearing the evil eye. So I keep, I have an evil eye necklace. Actually, um, I have a bracelet on me if you're watching the YouTube. So, um, the evil eye is a protection amulet and it sends back any negative energy that someone is sending to you back towards them. So I have an amulet in my car. I have one on my wall in my apartment right by the front door. And again, this is kind of like an easy way to put up your protection, have it always be there and not having to worry about it as often as visualization, right? Sometimes I like to have a physical object. So I like to wear jewelry. I think it's one of the easiest ways to protect my energy and just having that always. So if you need any recommendations for places to buy your crystals or jewelry or anything like that. I'm so um, happy to give the recommendations of what I use for that because I think it's so important. I think jewelry is a really easy way to do it also because so many of us wear bracelets or necklaces or they even have rings that can be personal protection for you. Um, you could put the evil eye on like your cell phone case or on your background or something. So those are just some more like out of the box ways to think about that. So I hope that's helpful to you guys. And then the last thing that I wanted to talk about is grounding your energy. So we talked about cleansing, right? Resetting our energy, cleansing it, 
being more aligned, being true to our aura, and then how to keep up our protection so that our aura is always protected or our energetic body is always protected. And then the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which may be the most important thing, is grounding your energy. So there are so many times for me personally, I'm sure this resonates with a lot of you, where you know, you're going through a day and you have an interaction with someone at work or someone at the grocery store or someone in your own house, right? And it just sets you off. It puts you in a bad mood. Maybe it makes you a little anxious or stressed, right? And sometimes that could ruin your whole day, right? It's like you woke up, you're in a good mood and you had this one interaction and it's just like, you're done for the day. You're in a bad mood. You're irritable. No one can talk sense into you, et cetera, right? It is so, so, so important that when you are in that energy, to take a step back and reset and ground your energy. Because what I spoke about before was it's so important to reset your energy for manifestation, right? A manifestation isn't just something that you do at night when you're journaling, when you're doing your shadow work, whatever it is, you're manifesting all the time, right? It's all the time you need to, it's a conscious way of living, is essentially how I think about it. So if you're the type of person, and I can get like this sometimes, where when someone just ruins your day, it's ruined, right? You're essentially wasting that time being in this bad mood, being ticked off or being anxious or stressed or whatever it is, when you could reset your energy and start aligning to greater opportunities or aligning yourself to people who won't set you off, right? Or set you to whatever you are manifesting. So it's just so important. And what is being grounded? So this is being centered physically, emotionally, and mentally. And it's important to do this to live a balanced and aligned life. And by aligned life, I mean by aligning to your higher self, that person that you want to be tomorrow, next week, next year, right? It's so important to continue to ground yourself in who you are instead of instead of letting all these outside things affect you. So rooting allows you to connect with, oh, so another word for grounding is rooting. Sorry, I'm reading off my notes because I actually prepared for today. Um, So one way to ground yourself is by actually connecting physically with nature. So this could mean that you are actually walking in nature, right? You're going on a hike, going on a walk outside. It could be really simple, or it could mean that you are putting your bare feet to the ground, or it could mean that you are visualizing being in nature, right? There's all, you don't have to have access to nature. If you don't have it, it's all about visualization. If you can do that. So rooting allows you to connect with nature and rely on it for support so that you can grow. So it's like imagining yourself as a tree and roots growing from your feet and grounding into the ground or growing into the ground, let's say, so that you could grow into like a big, tall tree. And to me, that means, right, manifesting all those things that you want going from A to B, whatever that phase is, right? So it's really important to be able to do that. So you could become ungrounded at any time. So this is just from the busyness of day-to-day life, right? And it makes us feel off. So it It could mean that you were just on the computer all day and you feel ungrounded because of work, right? So this can happen at any point. It affects everyone. So this is an amazing technique to learn. And the benefits of it are really to help 
reduce stress or lethargy or tiredness, um, increase emotional and mental health, reduce chaos and indecision, take responsibility for stuff that's happening in your life. And ultimately it's getting your life force energy moving against that's your inherent energy that, you know, keeps you moving day to day, keeps you motivated. So how can we do this? So like I said, the first part is rooting in nature. So this could be actually going out in nature. It could just be unplugging from your computer and sitting outside. It could be walking barefoot or actually visualizing yourself in nature as a tree, whatever it may be. There are grounding meditations and visualizations that you could get on YouTube or whatever your favorite meditation app is. So again, this could be grounding your feet and imagining roots growing. It could be a lot of different things. And if you want some guidance or help with that, guided visualizations or meditations are an amazing resource for that. The next thing is root chakra balancing. So I know we haven't gone through the chakras on this podcast yet. That is a goal of mine, going through the chakras and manifestation. But for your knowledge, the root chakra is our first chakra and it's at the base of our, our spine. And it has to do with feeling grounded. So that is one of its qualities. Other qualities are stability, familial stuff. So it's really like feeling like you have a good foundation to build on top of is really what the root chakra is about. So if you feel ungrounded, chances are that your root chakra is a little bit unbalanced. So you could get root chakra balancing. So you could do this through Reiki. So again, if you're Reiki certified, you could do it. If you're not, you could go to a Reiki practitioner to feel more grounded, tell them that you want to ground your root chakra, whatever it may be. Or there are also visualizations that you could access for them. So this, there are tons of ways to do this. Um, and just piggybacking off of that, Reiki is an amazing way to feel grounded. So again, if you're a Reiki practitioner, if you put your hands to your body for a few minutes in the day to ground yourself, that's an amazing practice. If you're not, there are so many Reiki practitioners that have different ways to help you ground yourself, right? So again, Reiki is about managing the energetic body, right? It's energetic healing. So it's a great tool for this. And if anyone has any questions about this, please let me know. Because if you don't know already, I am a Reiki healer and a Reiki master, which means that I teach Reiki to other people. So if you're interested in that, please reach out to me, DM me, email me. I also do a Reiki open house at the end of every month, which is an introduction to Reiki. It's completely free. And in it, you get to experience a distance Reiki healing over Zoom. So you'll get a 15 minute Reiki healing, get to experience what it is. If your intention is to ground, please just let me know beforehand and we can make sure that we do that. And the next one is February 28th. And you could go to the show notes or you could go to the link in my bio to register for that. Um, getting back to some examples of how to ground. There are so many grounding crystals. Again, I'm very big on crystals and using them. Um, for energetic cleansing, protection, and now grounding. So some really good crystals for grounding. Smoky quartz is my absolute favorite. It come, it could come in this like really dark brown color or this really light um, translucent brown color. It's so beautiful. Hematite is a great one. It is so heavy. One trick that I like to do is I like to get hematite and put it in my pockets so that I feel like I'm actually like weighing myself down and grounding myself that way. 
And then some other examples of crystals that you could use are black onyx, black obsidian, and jasper for this. And then some other ideas for grounding activities, really anything that you do outside. So planting or gardening um, are two really good examples. Maybe harvesting your vegetables if you're gardening. Really anything that you could do outside, connect with nature, is really a grounding practice. So I hope that through this podcast, you got a lot of good examples and information behind why we should cleanse, protect, and ground our energy, and also how do we do this, right? And it, these practices could take five minutes or they could take an hour. It really depends on what you are looking for in your practice. So if you just want to wake up in the morning for five minutes and just run some selenite through your aura and call it a day, like, you could do that and cleanse your body, or you could just carry a bracelet on you to protect you, right? And it's just really so simple to include these little practices in your everyday life. And it also, in my opinion, helps you live a little bit more intentionally. So when you realize that your energy is getting off, you can take a step back and be like, okay, do I have to ground, cleanse, or protect my energy or all three? And can I do that in the next like five to 10 minutes and just really focus on that so I could have one, a good day so that I can reset my energy so that I could align to the things that I want. Because again, from my experience, this is one of the most crucial things to manifestation that people don't teach about on TikTok or Instagram, at least that I don't see often. Resetting your energy is so important because if you are living in this space where everyone is annoying, that people are out to get you, where you're tired or stressed or anxious all the time, it's just more difficult to manifest the things that you want. I don't want to say it's impossible for it to happen, but it's just way easier if you are conscious and you reset your energy. And then you think about the things that you want to align to in your life. And then now I remember I said that I was going to give some examples this month of how this happened. So if you've been following me on TikTok, I shared these already, but I'm going to share them again on here. So the first thing is, um, as most of you know, I work my own nine to five job outside of my podcast and my spiritual business. So obviously I am susceptible to people pissing me off for lack of a better word. Right. So this happens to me quite often, um, at work, but it happened really bad last week where I was like so set off that I had to call my dad, who I don't really call about this, th these things anymore to just vent. And I was, I could just feel it in my body. I was tense. I wanted to punch someone. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. I need to reset my energy. I went for a walk outside. I exercised and just released all of that. This was like my grounding, um, practice was really just getting that energy out of my body. So I did it by exercising and then going for a walk in nature. And then I sat down for a few minutes and just cleansed my energetic body. So I did it. I always do it with Reiki. Obviously you could use any of the other practices that I wanted. And not like two hours later, did I get a DM that I was getting a PR box. This is my first PR box. It's on my um, vision board, if you've seen that. And I was so excited and it only took two hours to do, right? So it's crazy how that happened. Another thing happened, right? Very similar where I just had to reset my energy, go outside in nature, ground, and then cleanse with Reiki. 
And I had a client sign up for one of my Reiki classes. So it's just so easy for that abundance to come through. And on both of these days, I made the intention that I wanted more abundance to come. And I saw random money coming to me from different places. So whether that was like rebates that I was getting, whether that was, I'm trying to think, oh, I got like random money deposited in my PayPal account. I had a client sign up for reading, right? Just random abundance. I sold something um, on Poshmark, right? Just like random stuff that I totally forgot about. It's like all of a sudden I had this extra money that I could do some things with. So abundance can come in so many different forms, right? Not just the financial stuff, but those are just two examples of how I intentionally reset my energy. I grounded, I cleansed, and I always protect. I always wear my jewelry on here. And so many good things came to me as soon as I did that, like not two or three hours after. So I leave you with those examples. And I hope that if you try any of these little tips, anything that I showed you in terms of how to ground, protect, or clear your energy, that you will share it with me. Um, But until next time, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a great week. Have you always been interested in Reiki healing or learning more about what Reiki is, but you still can't exactly conceptualize it? Well, I have a new free opportunity that is available the fourth Tuesday of every month. Introducing my Reiki Open House, a 30-minute session where you can learn about Reiki, what it is, and how you can benefit from it, and also receive an immersive distance Reiki session. This is your perfect opportunity to learn and experience Reiki healing. If you're interested in signing up for this free experience, please go to the show notes or to my website.